Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, happy Thursday, happy Not Jackets game day, happy celebrating the Blue Jackets first regulation win since maybe since early March, actually. It's been it's been a real rough one here. Um, I am not going to talk about the game today, just because I... Talking hurts. Um, feeling a little under the weather again. So instead, I'm going to bring you the rest of my conversation with Sarah Avampato about the Department of Player Safety and, uh, you know, how, how we think it could be improved, what we think the problem is, you know, things... Things like that. Uh, there is a little bit of Blue Jackets talk mixed in there, so hopefully that'll that'll keep you going. And then tomorrow I will talk about last night's win, and we'll look at the final two games of the season because by Monday morning it's it's all going to be over for the Blue Jackets, which is just a weird thing to think about. If you haven't already guessed, this is Locked On Blue Jackets. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Uh, And I will just get straight into my conversation with Sarah. It has to be frustrating for players, too, especially those guys who do play a little bit more of a physical game and you know, do kind of try to walk that line and for them not to know, you know, well, this is the difference between a penalty and something that I'm going to get fined for and something I'm going to get suspended for. Like, you know, I'm not saying take the hitting out of hockey or anything, but for those guys who play that physical game, like how are they supposed to know if from one night to the next, there's no consistency with a, how the game is called on the ice and B what player safety chooses to do in the aftermath of any sort of incident. Yeah. And I wonder if this is something that gets looked at when the CBA is um, renegotiated in a couple of years, because Mm -hmm. I I saw someone, I can't remember who it was, but someone retweeted it onto, onto my timeline and it talked about how there's, you know, a couple of tweaks you can make to the rules. And one Mm -hmm. of the rules about like hits to the head is you can, you know, it's penalized if the hit to the head was deemed to be unavoidable. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, there's there's a really easy way to fix this. And if it's if you get if you hit someone in the head, regardless of whether it was on purpose or whether the head was the initial point of contact, then you know, or if you you know if you hit a guy in the shoulder and it rides up and hits him in the head, mm-hmm. that should be a penalty. You know, it shouldn't be oh that mm-hmm. was accidental or. You know, so I think that the fact that the, the rules themselves are written, and again, I think this is a very deliberate thing on on the part of the NHLPA, the rules are written in a way that they can be interpreted differently from day to day, from person to person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am wondering if the person who is in charge of Department of Player Safety is someone who is not a hockey person. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they get an independent adjudicator to look at it to take all of the the context out I guess because it I do think it is you know some names will get more harsh punishments than Mm -hmm. others 
uh, again, that Conor McDavid hit, I, I feel like he got suspended. I might be wrong, um, but I feel like he got suspended at least a couple of games for it. But if, if that's uh, someone else, then they're getting a longer suspension. And I think you need someone to take the take the context out of it and just someone to be, look, this is this is a guy. This is not Conor McDavid. This is not Tom mm-hmm. Wilson. This is not Sidney Crosby. This is not Brad Marchand, whoever. This is just some guy who hit another guy. Do you think this is punishable? How much do you think it's punishable for? You know, because at the minute, it feels a lot like it's guys. And, you know, they've, they've talked about this before, about, you know, they've got guys like George Paros mm-hmm. running the Department of Play Safety who has a merchandise line called violent gentleman which i feel like is not is not the best person to be in charge of of player safety uh and i get the argument that it's like oh well he knows dirty hits better than anyone um chris pronger knows dirty hits better than anyone but then you've also got chris pronger going on the record as being like well i think violent hits are the fault of the person who gets hit because mm-hmm. if I'm on the ice or if I'm on the bench, they should know that I'm going to come after them and they should brace themselves, which is just victim blaming BS. But it's it's not working. Like this idea of, oh, well, these guys know dirty hits better than anyone, so they'll be able to hand out punishments. No, that's not how it works. That, that Clearly they know dirty hits, they just don't care because otherwise they wouldn't have been doing them their entire careers. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like Yeah, yeah. And I like I I I'd, I'd love to see them kind of revamp the 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 group of people who reviews reviews this stuff and yeah bring in a women's hockey player who has to play the game without you know the the same I mean the same body checking and yes anyone who's watched women's hockey knows that they certainly get very physical and, and whatever but like they had to learn the game in such a way that teaches them how to avoid contact and how to avoid making plays like that get someone on there like people have suggested you know someone like Paul Korea whose career was ended basically because of a dirty hit you know get get a person who isn't part of hockey get a doctor or something like and not that being injured should be the the litmus test of a punishment but yeah having these people who are you know ex-enforcers essentially find their way into this role it's not working. And, you know, there, there was the handful of years where Brendan Shanahan was in charge of player safety and not, he, he certainly wasn't an enforcer, but he sure racked up some penalty minutes during his career as well. And, you know, it, it, it reading between the lines, he, he was not quite forced out, but you, you got the picture, the idea that people were upset with how much he was holding players accountable. And, you know, he eventually moved on for a role with the Leafs. And here we are today with, uh, with Mr. Violent Gentleman uh, leading, leading player safety. And it's just like, it, it, whatever is happening there isn't working. You know, the, the, the arbitrary nature of, of punishments, the, the fact that we do rely largely on, did someone get hurt? as what as what we should do for for deciding in terms of what how a play gets looked at come over just a minute i've got more of my conversation with sarah but first i've got to tell you about wealthfront investing can be complicated but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years wealthfront makes it easy because they have the right tools for every portfolio 
They can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. There are no manual trades, no picking stocks. There's no having to sit down and watch the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on the preferences that you control yourself. They can even help you lower the taxes that you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25 advisory fee. And best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion worth of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash NHL. All you have to do to get started is have $500, uh, grow your wealth the easy way, let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free, go to wealthfront.com slash NHL. That is W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash NHL to start growing your savings. Get started today with Wealthfront.com. Um, I'd love to see international hockey rules applied to the NHL, which treats hits to the head, whether intentional or not, very seriously. Um, and, and that's one way you get it out of the game. If you get ejected because you accidentally shouldered someone in the head, you're going to be a lot more careful the next time because you want to play the game. Even if you're an enforcer guy who only gets six minutes of ice time, you still want to be there. You want to be on the bench. You want to be on the ice. And there's, there's no consequences half of the time. And that that's the, the, no one's going to learn a lesson because, you know, six times out of 10, you're not even going to get a call from player safety. You're not even going to get penalized, you know, like there, there, there just has to be something to, to start getting this out of the game. And we see it a little bit at, at younger levels where things are starting to pay a little more attention to hits to the head and stuff like that. But I, I'd love to see the international rules get at least, at least for that. Some of the other international rules, you know, like don't be in the blue paint, I think you're a little garbage, but um, in terms of looking at physical hits to the head, th- that's the only way you get it out of the game. I think is if you start really coming down on it and saying, you can't play then if you did that, doesn't matter what your intention was, you elbowed that guy in the head done you're done today yeah exactly 100 percent. we we talked about something similar to this actually uh in the lockdown ducks locker room last week uh and we talked about making the refs available after games to explain mm-hmm. why they called or why they didn't call or why they let things get out of hand i wonder if we should be expecting the department of player safety to or george paris himself to be made available to have a pre- press conference and for him to say, I don't think that this hit was suspendable because A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. And I bet if he has to explain himself to the media, like in person or mm-hmm. over Zoom or whatever in this in this current day and age, then I suspect he would probably deal, he would hand out a lot more punishments mm-hmm. if he had to say, no, I don't think that bouncing someone off the ice like a ragdoll is a suspendable offence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like, there is, there is some transparency now in like, I know they always do those little videos afterwards to kind of outline their reasoning. They show the clip, they show it from different angles, they slow it down, but you know, we usually don't get the, the same explanation for why something wasn't, you know, seen by player safety. Uh, and, and I, I think that, yeah, having it, having it be a conversation, having the ability to ask questions about it, I think would go a long way to at least starting more conversation. And, you know, cause right now all they get is like 
angry people on Twitter. And you know, that that's as much as we are all angry people on Twitter, like that's not really helping anything. Um, but having to talk to answer to, you know, the media and knowing that your answer is going to go out there uh, in, in a way that isn't just this video of someone reading off your decision, I think could be could be interesting. And, you know, I, I don't I don't know enough about um, I know basketball is one of the sports that makes their officials available. I don't know enough about basketball to know how that go, like how that's been going, but you would think it would have to lead to some sort of, you know, increased level of, of transparency and increased level on the part of the officials to, to actually, you know, you, you want to do your job because you don't want to have to get called in front of all these people to explain why you decided that, yeah, bouncing a guy off the ice isn't a penalty like no one wants to do that like so just just yeah. make the right call in the first place like i have things that i don't want to do in <laughs> in my day jobs and if i have to explain why i didn't do a thing to my mm -hmm. boss or whoever i mm -hmm. am much more likely to suck it up and do that thing than explain why <laughs> i didn't do the thing you know oh yeah and obviously my my day job does not involve bouncing people's heads off the ice but i still don't want to like have to go to my boss and be like, so I didn't do this thing because I took a nap instead. And mm -hmm, when I woke mm -hmm. up, it was 11 o'clock at night and the day was gone. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's just, it's so, it is, it is frustrating that they seem to be able to just kind of make their decisions and then that's it. That's done. There's no, no debate. There's no, justification almost because mm -hmm. um, I feel like those videos only come out if there is a suspension yeah you know so yeah. we're not going to get an explanation for why why Tom Wilson did what he did coming for just a minute I've got some more of my conversation with Sarah but first I've got to tell you about rockauto.com with the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's basically impossible to stock all of the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why would you endure, you know, pointless or intimidating questioning from the guy at the store? You have to wait while he orders the parts, he chooses the brand that he wants to, the brand that his warehouse happens to carry. You've got to wait for them to get delivered, you've got to wait for them to fit it, you've got to pay labour costs, you know, it's all, it's all just too much. So what you should do instead is stay at home which is easy, you know, we're all, we've got real good at that over the last kind of year or so, and go to rockauto.com on your computer or your phone. rockauto.com is a family business, they've been serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamp, motor oil, and even, you know, things like new carpet. If you could put it on or in your car, rockauto.com probably stocks it. The catalogue is super easy to navigate, it's unique, you can really quickly see all of the parts available for your vehicle, choose brand specifications and prices you prefer. And best of all, those prices are always reliably low, and they're the same whether you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck? Right locked on in there, how did you hear about us box? They know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com. I'm also going to tell you about betonline.ag. You know, I've been talking about it for a little while now. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action, whether it, you know, it's the NHL, the NBA, MLB, even things like UFC, MMA, uh, the Kentucky Derby is back, the Triple Crown is underway. If you can think of a sport 
BetOnline has the odds for it. They've even got odds for reality shows. So if The Bachelorette is your kind of thing, you can bet on that too. So before the next game, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the bench anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code LOCKEDON, or one word. Once again, that is betonline.ag. Use promo code LOCKEDON to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And also, the, the frustrating thing is he was fined for roughing with Pavel Buknevich. I mm-hmm. don't understand. Well, A, I don't understand how it's roughing if the guy is lying face down on the ice. You've got your stick wrapped around his throat and you're bashing his head off the ice because that feels pretty one-sided to me. I don't think yeah. that's... That's not roughing. That's just, like, assault. Um, and also, no mention of the Panarin thing, which leads me to believe that the NHL doesn't even consider that, like, mm-hmm. something that they can even potentially look at. And I know, um, I want to say Emily Kaplan did, uh, she tweeted about it saying, this is why, like, this, she uh, she basically explained the reason for the, the decisions. And it basically was like, the NHL has decided that that was just kind of normal scrum behavior. Mm-hmm. And that's why they didn't even look at it. But again, it's it's something needs to change from the very top. The rules need to be completely rewritten to deal with this kind of thing because at the minute they're basically like you say they're just spinning a wheel and being like Mm -hmm. what you know what punishment shall we decide today and it's very much like a it was tom wilson in the library with the candlestick you know like (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and like the other thing is you know part of the conversation is always like oh well you know if this happened to Connor McDavid it would be a suspension but you know there's always a little bit of an aspect of who are the parties involved um Artemi Panarin is one of the biggest stars in the league one of the top players in the league Uh, you know when when you talk about players who have name recognition outside of their own their own teams and their own markets you know I, I feel like people who are just kind of casual hockey fans generally sort of know who he is uh, you know he's not Connor McDavid but he's definitely someone who the league wants to see be on the ice and be successful and and have a great career and everything and here here they are you know him getting tossed to the ice wasn't even a part of the conversation with player safety and he you know he he's a player who you would think the league would you know if if they're biased towards oh that was a star guy that he he would be protected a little more and there'd be more consequences as unfair as that could be to you know bob fourthliner who's played three nhl games or whatever um it's it's just maddeningly maddeningly inconsistent inconsistent and yeah like i don't know how you fix it without just starting from scratch honestly at this point because whatever's happening right now isn't working and it's not working for the players. It's, you know, you, you, now you have all of the Rangers who are upset because of this. Now you have a situation that has escalated out of control. And I can only imagine what's going to happen in this game tonight uh, against the Rangers and Capitals as they have to face off again. Um, you know, I, I, I hate the idea of like retribution and like we're going to find someone to make Tom Wilson pay. Like eye for an eye isn't 
the right strategy, but because none of this was managed properly in the first place and he just got a slap on the wrist, like now the whole thing is a sideshow. And that's, that's not, that's, you don't, you don't grow the game by being like, look at how messy everything is. Like, I love mess is not <laughs> how you get more people to watch your, your, your team. I mean, it kind of is, but it's, it's not the right way to go about it. And instead now we have this like extremely chaotic game that is going to happen that I can't possibly imagine anything good is going to come out of this, especially, you know, the Rangers are eliminated uh, they don't exactly have a, a bunch to play for at this point. It's, it's just going to be bad. And it was completely preventable. And yet here we are. Yeah. And again, it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with the refs on, on the locker room is things escalate because the first thing wasn't appropriately handled. And mm-hmm. now kind of here we, here we are with, if, if the, if the caps really kind of, cared about all of this and the cat if the caps cared about tom wilson like and his ability to play hockey he wouldn't be playing tonight Mm -hmm. you know because as much as i don't agree with it you know and i think that the again like we're not children the nhl is not Mm -hmm. toddlers it's not well he hit me so i'm gonna hit him back you know it's not uh, yeah an eye for an eye it's not that's not how it works two wrongs don't make a right i learned that when i was four but apparently these grown men have not learned it yet. Um, but it's going to happen. There is going to be mm-hmm. retaliation, whether it's on Tom Wilson or whether it's on one of their smaller, more skilled forwards, like uh, maybe Anthony Mantha they go after, or mm-hmm. I don't actually know who's on the, the Capitals anymore. Maybe they go after TJ Oshie, which would be an, an unrelentingly awful thing to do because, you know, the guy just lost his father. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rangers are like, well, it's free real estate, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that that's, that's the problem. It's the NHL failed to handle the thing originally. And now it's, it's that domino meme, you know, of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one scrum has turned into this whole thing, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, people who aren't hockey fans will tune into this game tonight to see what mm-hmm. happens. And again, that goes back to, okay, technically is that growing the game? Yes. But also like they've, I feel like they've done so much work recently or, you know, even in the past like 10 years to clean up hockey's image and say, oh, well, it's not just goons. Look how skilled we are. We're marketing skilled guys. We're slowly kind of working enforcers out of the game, mm-hmm. you know? Like when I was first getting into hockey, there was a big thing about um, the Leafs kind of getting rid of guys like Colton Orr mm-hmm. because they don't they don't need them anymore because they want to be a more skilled team. They want to be a faster team. They don't want this kind of goon enforcer narrative. And now, you know, here we are. We've got a game that is, in my opinion, like the, the less hitting the better the game you know like I still love a, a, a like if there's a clean hit then sure go I, like I go wild you know the lizard hind brain we've talked about it before it's it's human nature to enjoy things like that but at the same time this is not this is not what hockey should be this is not mm-hmm. what they've spent a bunch of time marketing hockey as and this is the final this is the final Rangers game on NBC because the contract is over. Mm-hmm. 
what is ESPN going to think about all of this? What is, what's going to happen there, you know, because new TV, new, new TV deal, new network, it's, it's not uh, an auspicious start to, to this next seven years. I think if this is going to be the biggest, if this is going to be one of the biggest draws of the, of the game in the next kind of few days, like that's that you can't tell me that's good for the sport if people are only tuning mm-hmm. in because they think some guy's going to get maimed on live TV. And I think that's all the time I have for today. Uh, like I say, tomorrow I will break down the Nashville game. We'll look to the last two games of the season, uh, and we'll do some listener questions as well. I think uh, that'll be fun. Uh, when you're done here, make sure you go and listen to Locked On today. Get all the sports news you need in 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I know that my wonderful co- colleague here at the Locked On NHL Network, John Chick of the Locked On Rangers podcast, will be on today's episode talking about, you know, the that whole mess that's been going down since Monday night. So make sure make sure you check that out. Uh, this has been Locked On Blue Jacket. I'm your host, Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at JayTheGoalie. You can find this podcast at LO underscore Blue Jacket. Comments, questions, criticisms, especially questions for the mailbag tomorrow, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJacket at gmail.com. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.